If you could do anything you wanted to do without anything holding you back, what would it be? Everyone has a purpose in life, and others want to hear the purposeful value that is in you. Now, here is the host of the Value in You show, your guiding coach and mentor, Ellis Kirkpatrick. Hi, welcome to the show. Today, we're going to talk about stop devaluing you. And um, so if you're in a business, or even if you're not in a business yet, um, and do you talk more about yourself than you do others? Uh, or do you talk more about others than you do yourself? Um, are you afraid that people won't pay attention to you? Uh, or maybe they don't think you're, you think they don't think you're worth anything. So you don't ever say anything. Maybe you're in a business, but you charge a small amount or you don't charge anything because, well, you're brand new. Who's going to listen to you? Got to make your mark. You know, all that stuff is devaluing you. So I want to talk to you about this, and um, I am Alice Kirkpatrick. I'm your guiding coach and best-selling international best-selling author, and I'm going to talk about why this happens and what you can do to correct it. But first, um, on my website www.elliskirkpatrick.com, you'll see that I have something brand new on there, and it's an urgent need for my friend Mandy. Her and her friends were in a fire. And uh, it has information there. And so go to my website for the details. So let me tell you what we're going to cover today in these three sections. Um, first, we're going to talk about why you're here, how you have great value in you, that um, you are worthy and that you are enough. That's my tagline, you know. But we're going to talk about what this means for you and how you can stop devaluing you and why you do that to yourself. Um, after the first uh, we're going to talk about your purpose, your passion, and your desire. Then after the break, we're going to talk about taking action, valuable action, how to, what to, when to. Um, the third break is going to be about fear. That is not the enemy, but you don't want fear to be your friend. And courage is not the opposite of being afraid. Courage is moving forward through the fear and not just fear, but distractions, detours, too many people pulling you at the same time and how to stay focused. Um, I'll tell you, I had a great talk with James Mueller. He's going to be on the show uh, the second Friday in October. And we talked about my book launch, Warrior Women. And I told him how I realized that I live my purpose each day without even thinking about it. Now, I know we haven't got into to the purpose yet, but I want you to hear this. Um, you know, there's a um, my grandfather used to say, I've never met a stranger, only a friend I haven't known before. <laughs> and do you know when I was in Oregon, I saw that exact same phrase on the wall in big letters on an Irish pub. And um, so when I was in New York City, I realized that I practiced that all the time. So I have a new book coming out because of that experience I had in New York City. And we'll talk a little more about that. Um, it's called The Best Strangers in New York City. And it may seem weird that, that strangers would be the best. And maybe you think New York City is like, oh, why would anybody talk to you? It's, uh, we'll get into that a little bit later. And we'll definitely get into it in the book. Um, you know, the whole time I was there, I do have to say this, the whole time I was there, there was only one person that was rude. And it was actually a guest in the hotel. 
and they came around the corner, they bumped into my friend and they said, excuse me. And it's like, <laughs> you're the one who came around the corner blowing, not looking where you were going. But you know what, everybody else there was just amazing. Um, so I actually did put a post on social media a couple of days ago and I asked the question, what did you learn to be resilient in your business during the COVID years? And I asked you now how to find now, you may think I just jumped into something totally different, but I didn't because this all has to do with the value inside of you. Um, you know, I almost didn't go to New York City. I thought, why do I want to go? You know, it's another book launch. I can do that from home. Um, I'm sorry, I've got to get a hold of my producers here and see what they're saying. And, um, but something just kept nudging me to go, even the morning of the flight. I was thinking I would stay home. On the way to the airport, I thought I haven't gotten on the plane yet. I can still stay home. But something kept telling me to go. And I am so glad I did. Don't regret it one little bit. I learned so much about me and about the area. It was just a really great experience. But you see, I was fighting fear. I didn't see the value of what could come out of it. And boy, was I wrong. There's so much value. There was nothing to be afraid of. Um, and um, so let's go on to talking about your purpose. And I wanna tell you one thing, if you are not living your purpose, if you are devaluing yourself because you don't think you're worth it, you're really cheating yourself. You're robbing yourself of an incredible experience and a life that is present in the here and now. So let's go to writing my new book about my experience in New York City. So I'm gonna tell you about these great strangers that I missed uh, or that I met. <laughs> and, and they're not just, um, just random people. It was like the concierge at the hotel. It was the doorman at Carnegie Hall. It was the man when I went to Tiffany's. I never go to Tiffany's. You know, that was that's something I thought was beyond me. And I'll talk about that later. Um, it's just, you know, the cab driver, the Uber driver, uh, just a wonderful experience just in the ordinary. And I found out that for me, my purpose is just to talk to people, to find out what makes them tick find out what they really want to do. One gentleman I talked to, um, he's telling me about his job, how long he's been there and stuff. And I could tell that he really didn't seem to like his job very much. And I said, okay, so if nothing was standing in your way, no family, no money, no nothing, you could just go do whatever you wanted to do, what would you do? And he said, I would be a singer. And I thought that's amazing. I said, so where are you singing now? And he goes, nowhere. And it's like, why not? There are so many things. If you want to be a singer, sing at church, sing at, at events, you know, just start singing. Stand on the street corner and sing. You know, there's, there's, you know, I know there's laws about that. You'll see what's going on in your town. But find ways to do what you want to do. And if you're a little afraid about doing it, find someone who's already doing what you want to do and learn from them. Um, okay, sorry, I'm really trying to get this right. You know, I have a fear of, of missing steps, of um, not getting my point across, of talking too much or talking too little. 
but each time I come on, I know it gets better and I know it gets better and I know I'm not going to get over the fear if I just don't do it. That's a, that's a terrible way to try to get over fear. Um, but it's, it's, uh, it's fun. I love talking to you. I love sharing. I love hearing the comments. And, and please be sure and, and send me an email. Send me a comment. Tell me how it's going. Tell me what you want to hear about. Um, but let's get into the purpose. I'm sorry, I'm going to have to log back in. For some reason, my phone unlocked me. And I am doing this all by myself. And <laughs> we're going to get there eventually. <laughs> okay. So your purpose, your passion, and your desire. So I'm asking you now, like I asked this gentleman, if there was nothing standing in your way, if family, money, time were not stopping you, what would you really want to do? And maybe you don't know. Maybe you're thinking, well, I don't know. I just know, is this all there is? Isn't there more? I know I was meant to do something more. Um, so I have something for you. <laughs> Go to my website, www.lscarpatrick.com. You'll see this book. Everyone has a first date. And this is actually the cover of the ebook version. The uh, paperback version actually has my picture on it. Um, uh, it has something to do with the way the, the printing stuff came out. Um, but in this book, I've got five success principles. And I'm only going to mention them here and give one or two examples. Um, one thing that you need to do first is add value to others. And this is all going to be in helping you find your purpose, helping you do what you want to do. But you've got to take care of in here first. You've got to take care of in here. Now, if you were listening to Lizzie Ann's show, which comes on just before me, she had a great little quote. Let's see, I wrote it down. She says, your purpose in life is not to live in stress. I love that. I love that so much. She says, you matter and people, oh, this is mine. You matter and people want to hear what you have to say because they really do. You have something so unique inside of you and that's your value. And that's where your worth comes from. Your worth does not come from what others say you are or what you do. It comes from inside of you. That's why you're always enough. Um, I want to tell you, Fridays are just the best on Inspired Choices Network. And this is why you start out with a long bearded guy for gentlemen. I tell you, Gordon is just amazing to listen to. Then you have Lizzie Ann's who talks about the inside of you, your health and, and your melted attitude. And then you come to me and he talks about the value in you and helping you find your purpose. And we build upon each other. Not that it was intentional. It's just the way it worked. And I love it. It's, it's just wonderful. So let's get back to the book. First one is add value to others. Now, does what you want to do add value to other people? And think about it. What is it that you want to do? Singing adds value to people. They listen to it. It makes them feel good. They get energized. Maybe they want to move and dance. I mean, it's, it's, it's good. Music is always good. Um, you know, maybe like me, you want to be a life coach. I know with my clients, they tell me how much I've helped them. And there's nothing that makes me feel better than that. Knowing that the value I have that I've given to them has helped make their life better. I love that. Okay. Um, the second one I have is distractions happen, but don't let them be a detour. There's always distractions. No matter what, things are going to get in the way. So you need to learn 
prepare for them. Uh, for instance, if you have kids, you can schedule time each week for you to have one, maybe even two hours to yourself. Um, the phone, phone is the worst distraction, isn't it? It's going off all the time, text messages, all of this stuff. So you can put it on do not disturb and you can set the hours for it. Um, you can do it during the night so you don't get woke up at night. Let's, you know, on mine, I have it set up. So if my kids call me in the middle of the night, there's usually a reason they're calling. So uh, it'll, it'll open for that, but not for anything else. Um, uh, you know, even set your, your do not disturb for 30 minutes, maybe in 15 minutes a day. You know, I always talk about if you have 14 minutes during the day to do something just for yourself, you've improved your life. I think it's by like 3,700% over the course of a year. That's wonderful. Um, you just need to take some time to be kind to yourself. That's so important. All right. So third success principles is failures are going to happen. Just realize it. They're going to happen. It's inevitable, but they're not bad. They're not bad at all. You use failures as a tool to benefit you. Uh, your brain will thank you too, because now instead of being hard on yourself, throwing a pity party, or you know just being sad, your brain is engaging and saying, "I got something positive out of this. I know what to do next time, or I know how to avoid this so it doesn't happen again." The fifth one is victories are going to happen. You have got to celebrate victories. Hooray, I got 15 minutes to myself. Even though it was only one time this week, I did it. Hooray, I woke up this morning. Hooray, I was on time for all of my meetings today. Whatever it is, celebrate it, no matter how small it is, because the brain loves to celebrate. So when you celebrate even the small wins, your brain's saying, hey, I'm a winner. And let's do that again, because it feels really good. So you're counting. Yes, I was only four. Even though I said five, the fifth one is what's your vision? Everyone has a vision and it's different, but your vision could be money, cars, legacy, time with family and friends, vacation, whatever it is that success looks like to you, whether it's business or success in life. And that's why you're doing it. That's your why. That's your motivation. So go make a vision board right now. No, not right now. Do it after the show. Um, I made one out of a piece of paper. And also I did, I folded it in half and on the front, I put what my vision was. And on the inside, you have three parts to do it. So you put goals on those three parts um, and then you can achieve those in little bits at a time. Well, I'm told we have a break. This is Ellis Kirkpatrick with the Value in You show and come right back because I've got some really great things on finding your me, your purpose. You've completed college or university or are working hard in your career. Perhaps you decided to be a stay-at-home mom. Perhaps you're wondering if who you really are got lost somewhere along the way. Asking, is this all there is? You know you were meant for more. Or were you? Yes. We each have a purpose in life, and that purpose can be fulfilled. It doesn't matter if you are 18 or 80. You matter in this world, and especially in your world. Tune in to The Value in You Show with your guiding coach and mentor, Alice Kirkpatrick. Alice will help you find your purpose. Listen for The Value in You Show with Alice Kirkpatrick each Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? 
Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Value in You show with Ellis Kirkpatrick. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to valueinyoupodcast at gmail.com asking how to participate in the program. Now, back to the show. Hi, thank you and welcome back. We're going to part two of your purpose and your value. And um, I'm going to talk about finding your me. Now, I do have a program. It's a six weeks course. It's on my website, www.elliskirkpatrick.com. And for those of you who are seeing it on TV and holding up my papers that I printed out on finding your me, it's this is your guide for your journey. And the thing about finding your purpose is that you find what works for you. You don't do what everybody else is doing because that's what they do. Now, maybe you want to do something that they're doing, like there are a lot of life coaches out there. Some of us even do the same thing. Um, later today, I'm on uh, E360 TV talking with another life coach, and we both have the same thing. And what we talk about is the value. So let me read this to you because I really want you to hear it. You have value. You are worthy. You are enough. These are not lies. The lies are the things you were told that you're not, could not, have not, and will not. But the biggest lie of all is when you start believing them. And you may not even know that you've started believing it. So know that you are not worthless. And the worth that is inside of you, that value inside of you, is what people are waiting for. You are worthy to say, do, dream, and achieve your dream. Do you know that when you give from yourself, that's your value? The value that never, ever runs out. And the more value you give away, the more you get back. You might get tired. You need to get some rest and some me time. That's okay. That's a good thing. You need to do that. Take care of yourself and know the truth of the matter is you are worthy. You are enough. And you have great value inside of you. And I know I say that a lot. And I'm going to keep saying it because some of you have never heard that before. Some of you have never heard that you matter. If you were listening to, if you were listening to Lizzie's show just before mine, right at the very end, that's what they talk about. Nobody had ever said you matter. And what a difference it makes when you hear that. You have worth, you have value, you are enough, you do matter. You know why? Because there's never been anyone like you and there never will be anyone like you. That's what makes you so unique. All those choices you've made in life, um, all the actions and reactions to the choices others have made that affected you directly 
all make up your value. And that value is what you draw on to guide others, to talk with others, to talk with a friend. Um, so what's inside of you that makes you valuable to others? What is your purpose? What are your experiences, your life decisions? Um, you have that insight that nobody else have. And what do you want to do with it? Where do you want to go? Finding your me. <laughs> we go through transformation tables, action tables, and an action center. It doesn't do any good to find out who you are or what you want if you don't do anything about it. So we go through week one. Who am I? And we have, I because I believe in Jesus, and I have some Bible verses to go through, but we find out who you are, not who others think you are, or what you believe you've been told about you, but who do you believe who you are right now? And then we'll ask that same question at the end of the six weeks and see if it's changed. Hopefully it has. The second week we go through, what is your purpose? What stands out to you? What can you gain about your purpose from what we discuss? The third week, we talk about fulfilling that purpose. You know, how do you do it? What's holding you back? And on week four, we actually have nine steps that go with that one. Um, we talk about distractions and failures. And, and remember, distractions happen, failures happen, failures are not a bad thing. You know, I was talking with a young man, um, and I know I want to say this later, but I'm just going to say it now because it's important. I talked with a young man at Walmart the other day. He was out selling candy bars for school. He was um, ninth grade. And I asked him what he wanted to do. He said, either be a doctor or a football player. And it's like, okay. <laughs> and it's like, boy, being a doctor with football players, that's a good job too. But I said, what kind of doctor? And he said he really wanted to be a surgeon, but he didn't know. Okay, right there's a clue. What's going on with that? Why does he say he didn't know? And I asked him what he meant. And he's talking. He goes, well, I'm afraid I'm going to make a mistake. Now, I know nobody wants a doctor to make mistakes. The fact is, doctors are human. Every once in a while, they make a mistake. But you learn from that mistake. And there's always other, another doctor in when you're having surgery, you've got all the nurses there. So, you know, everybody pretty much watches things, but things do happen. Um, so that's, I understand that fear. I was in the medical field for, well, for a lot of years, seven years as an EMT, and you do have the fear. Um, but don't let fear stand in your way. And if you're really way too afraid of it, see what else you can do in that field. Um, week five, we go through breaking the chains. And these are chains that are holding you back. And then week six, last week, we talk about wholehearted living and living out your purpose. Um, it's a fun course. I, I've done this with some of my friends. They help me, help me get it started. Beta testing on it. And... It's just a really great way to do it. So right now, you're probably having some things that are telling you, you can't. I'm no good at. I wish I could, but no one cares about what I have to say. I mess up everything I do. I tried that, and it didn't work. But you know what? This isn't true. Um, all of these things are just something that either has been put on you, or maybe 
you haven't stepped through your fear. It's holding you back. You can always find a way. You find people who have done what you want to do and you see what they do. Maybe there's things that you want to do a little different and that's great because that's where you draw in from your value. I also have a family member and a friend of mine and both of these people apologize for everything. I mean, absolutely everything. And I want you, if you do that, to quit doing it. Because what you're doing is taking on the responsibility for things you have no control over. You're taking on other people's issues onto yourself like they're yours and they're not. And stop apologizing for what is not yours. You can find other ways to be empathetic or have concern. Make it a conscious effort to stop yourself when you apologize and think, why am I saying I'm sorry? Is there another, are there other words I can use instead of that? Um, and I want to talk about one other thing that I discovered with me about limited thinking. Sorry, I got to pull this up again. Um, as, as we were walking by Carnegie Hall when we were in New York City, I was there for the launch of the book Warrior Women. And I actually ended up with an epiphany that came later that night. But as we were walking by Carnegie Hall, I remembered when I was younger, I wanted to play the piano there. And I wondered, why didn't I ever do it? Why didn't I ever go to New York before now and then I began to wonder, why didn't I do a lot of things that I wanted to do or that I thought would be fun to do? And it took me until I was ready to go to sleep that night. And some people might take longer to figure out what's going on. But I think this journey, I started about a year and a half ago and, and things are really opening up. But when I was getting ready to go to sleep that night, I realized that I had always heard, that's for other people, not you. Now, I love my parents. I had the best parents. They were great. We did things together as a family, but they both had limiting beliefs on themselves. Um, and I think what they were really thinking was that they couldn't go do things. They didn't know about mindset. Um, you know, they were born in the early 20s. And a lot of what we know today just wasn't there. But you have a great opportunity now. You have all of this. Um, uh, teachers and mentors and coaches who can help you through the mental blocks and the other things about how to get where you want to go, including me. I'm one of those who can help coach you and guide you, you know. So I'm asking you, if you're thinking, well, that's for other people, not me. Well, why isn't it for you? What is stopping you from doing what you really want to do? And are you limiting yourself by what other people are thinking or what you have just accepted. And if you're doing that, I want you to stop. Encourage yourself. You know what I did when I got home? I was thinking about that. And about three days later, I thought, why don't I just find out from Carnegie Hall what they charge for the hall? And, and I started getting into it and developing it. And as I was telling people what I wanted to do, um, they're like, well, I would pay to go hear you. And it's like, wow, you know, you can always find money as, as difficult as that may be to believe. And I know I really have a hard time believing that at first. 
but you really can find the money somewhere. If this is what you really want to do, you're going to find it. And it's like one or two years. I haven't set the date yet. I'm going to be at Carnegie Hall. And now I've said it out loud. <laughs> I tell you, the, the doorman at Carnegie Hall, he said, you've spoken it out loud. Now it's going to happen. And it's like, wow, I never expected that from a stranger. And it's like, that is so true. So by saying that it's not for me, and I, I know we're going to talk into something else here. Remember, we're talking about stop devalue, devaluing yourself. Okay, by me saying that that's for other people, not me, I just devalued myself. Saying I'm not good enough. And that's not true. Um, maybe if you have a business and you're starting out, you're saying you're not charging enough. I'm, I'm just going to give it away because I don't feel like, you know, I, I deserve it. There's other people who are better at it than me. And it's like, you know what? People will pay you what, what you're worth. Um, maybe you said you've tried it once or twice. Nobody wants to pay for it. Or I can just give it to them. They'll come back for more. Yeah, well, how's that working for you? Most people don't come back for more if they haven't paid for it. Because why should they? You know, you might even still have doubts about it. You're just getting started. There's other better than me. What if I make a mistake? What are people going to think? You know, it's kind of the same things over and over again. So I want you to stop. And I want you to listen to what Giovanna Tony said yesterday to me. She said, we struggle to step into the greatness that we are. I'm going to say that one more time. We struggle to step into the greatness that we are. So let go of other people's judgments and limits and belief. And if you're around somebody who isn't aligned with you, remember, you have to put you first. And it's not that anyone is wrong. It's just not a good fit. And you want things that are This is your purpose. This is your life. And you do have value. You definitely have value going on inside of you. And people do want to hear what you have to say. So I'm going to read you a, a little, little three sentence I saw on Facebook today that said, a confident woman, I am strong. I've been through a lot in my life and I'm still standing. I have self-worth. It took a lot of soul searching to finally see for myself. I am beautiful. I don't need anyone to tell me. I already know my glow. I love that. I already know my glow. So let your glow show. <laughs> let your glow shine. <laughs> I have something else to tell you. Your creativity and ambition are the guiding forces in your business and your life. Your life-changing gift inspires others to dream bigger, reach their goals, and repave their paths. You're an innovator who is leaving a lasting impact on those who follow you, especially during times of uncertainty. Well, I'm Ellis Kirkpatrick. We need to go for a break. And this is The Value in You. And when we return, we're going to talk about getting the value in you out there and the action steps you can take. You've completed college or university or are working hard in your career. Perhaps you decided to be a stay-at-home mom. Perhaps you're wondering if who you really are got lost somewhere along the way. Asking, is this all there is? You know you were meant for more. 
or were you? Yes, we each have a purpose in life, and that purpose can be fulfilled. It doesn't matter if you are 18 or 80. You matter in this world, and especially in your world. Tune in to The Value in You Show with your guiding coach and mentor, Alice Kirkpatrick. Ellis will help you find your purpose. Listen for The Value in You Show with Ellis Kirkpatrick each Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is the Value in You Show with Ellis Kirkpatrick. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to ValueInYouPodcast at gmail.com asking how to participate in the program. Now, back to the show. Hi, thanks for returning. I'm Ellis Kirkpatrick. I love my commercials. <laughs> I tell you, Inspired Choices Network has really opened up some doors for me and given me more confidence than I realized. I had been um, just using Zoom to record uh, my shows and putting them on YouTube and doing lives on Facebook, and that was all really good. But um, it just didn't, didn't give me all of the uh, encouragement and, and the reach and and man, I get to hear Lizzie before my show. And, and I tell you, it's just been wonderful. So if you're looking at doing a podcast, I would really recommend Inspired Choices Network. They're just good. So let's get back on to what we're talking about. And so now break three is, again, about the book, Everyone Has a First Day, plus the course um, that has the journal that goes with it's called the 35 day guide and the reason I do 35 days is because you kind of carry over into the next month you don't just all of a sudden stop just because the month has ended and both of those books go together um, and you get them free when you sign up for the course um, so are you taking some self-care for yourself are you doing anything to take care of you I think that is where we maybe devalue ourselves the most because we don't do anything for us. We're so busy taking care of everybody at work, taking care of the things you have to get done at work. You come home, you're exhausted, you're tired, you know, you, you take care of your family, you take care of your husband. Are you taking care of yourself? You need to do that. Like I said, if you can take 14 minutes out of each day, that makes such a huge difference. And, and I've tested it. I didn't think it would make a difference. Boy, when I can get out and just go for a little walk or just sit and rest for a while, um, 
it makes a difference. What was I? Oh, I know. I was talking with some friends of mine, and we were, and I had just seen a program. It's actually on, um, excuse me, on the UK, a UK program, and it was on mattresses. And they were talking about how the studies were done that if you get 20 minutes a day to take a nap between the hours of two and three, because especially young moms, you know, if you sit down between by two o'clock, you're out like a light. So we don't ever sit down during that hour, even though we probably should. Um, but if you take a 20 minute nap, even if all you do is just shut everything down around you and just close your eyes or just be quiet for that 20 minutes, you already automatically give yourself an 11% energy boost. You um, increase your, your own self, all of the biology things that are going on. I wish I could remember everything that they talked about, that that was an hour show on itself. Um, but it's just amazing how much a little nap during the day will be. And you think, oh, naps are for babies, naps are for old people. And it's like, well, no, naps are for you to take care of you. How many of you are burning the candles at both end, going to bed at 11, getting up at 4? You've got all these things going on. You need to take care of yourself. You need to be kind to you. So let's go back over to my book, and we're going to talk about this. You know, even though I have five principles in here, you know, I actually have 20 chapters, 20 chapters in here. So, and in here, I talk about uh, two additional principles, changing your perspective, how you look at things. If things aren't going right, make a little adjustment, just a little adjustment and look at it from a different point of view or talk to somebody and get their opinion and see what they're saying. Remember, your value comes from you inside everything you've done. Everybody has value. And maybe the way somebody else looks at a situation will help you look at it different. And you can just go off like a powerhouse then. Um, bonus principle number seven, give, 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 then receive. And it sounds so weird. Oh, I have to be giving all the time. I do that already. I'm not receiving anything back. Well, it's a little more than just that. And we go into that. Um, chapter 10, I talk about what the principles mean for you. Then 11, 12, and 13 are three separate things that kind of talk about the same thing. We're talking about gratitude and thankfulness. Do you have a gratitude journal? Are, are you writing down 10 things in the morning that you're thankful for, that you're grateful for? Do you do that at night? I tell you, these make such a difference in your life. I had never even heard of a gratitude journal. I had asked somebody what it was. And the gal that I asked, she says every night she writes down 10 things that she's grateful for. I thought, well, 10, that's got to be easy. Well, sometimes it's not. Um, you have to really think about it. And it's good to think about it because that gets your mind going and thinking about, yeah, that was something good that happened today. It's like, oh, I didn't even remember that that had happened. And it's good because what it does is it helps clear your mind so you can rest easy and you go to bed with such a, a happy heart instead of a heavy mind or a heavy heart. Um, you know, I talk about your vision board and journals and I talk about who you have in your life. And this is so important. You know, I mentioned it just a little bit earlier about um, maybe you have somebody in your life that's not necessarily a negative influence, but but they're not helping you. They're not aligned with, with 
who you are or what you want to do in life. And you want to make sure that you get people around you who are that way. And if they're not, it's not that it's bad. It's, um, it's just different. So you try to find, and, and it doesn't mean you have to get rid of them. You just need to know who to be listening more to. Um, uh, you know, and this takes a while, especially if you've got family that you've always been around and listening to. Now you need to start changing a little bit of your thinking, but you each have to decide for yourself what that's going to mean. Uh, uh, and I have some more tips in there. Um, oh, if there's a name for that. <laughs> I love that one. Um, I talk about commonplacing, and these are quotes and things that are there, suggestions for um books to read. I also talk about the pain that I have and the struggles that I go through. Um, most of you may know or may not know um, that I have ADHD. I also have HSP. I didn't discover these until I was in my late 50s, almost 60. And for me, it was kind of like, oh, well, that explains my whole life. Now I understand everything and, and the pieces start falling into place. But then it's like, okay, so what do I do with it? Now that I understand this, and I understand what's been going on. How do I deal with it? Because nothing's changed because I know, except that I have a little bit of relief now knowing, okay, so, so this is why I do the things I do. And part of understanding yourself of why you do the things you do is a great way to find your purpose and to, to how you get to doing those, those big things. Um, I think it was Helen Keller that said, I want to do great things, but I'm only, and she didn't say able, she says, but I do little things. But you know, all those little things add up to great things. Um, and most of you know, well, here, I'll just kind of give you an example. So a year and a half ago, well, January of 2022, I opened up a whole world because I wanted to find out how to sell my books that I was writing, uh, what to do with them, where to go. Now I have an anthology book. It's my third book. It's called The Giving Book, Volume 3. And I have all of these amazing 33 authors, co-authors in this book. It's just wonderful. And I got a call yesterday from someone who had gotten a book and was reading it and said, I love your book. I love how all these stories go together well. And I especially love this story. And so she told me about it. She told me why she liked it. So I'm sending off a message to the author and saying, hey, you know, I wanted you to know that, that this customer really loved your book or your story in the book. Um, and, and each one, what you want to talk about value, each one of these people that are in this book really gave from their heart. Um, we have one, uh, Derek, who wrote a cute little thing about an ode to a squirrel. <laughs> I love it. Um, you've got anime in here. This is on my website too. But if you want to start seeing how people pour from their value to maybe get ideas pour from your value, this is a really great book. And the really great, great thing about it is that all the proceeds from Amazon go directly to the Idaho Youth Ranch, who do help individual youth and their families and the community. They just don't do one thing. They work on the whole picture there, and it's just wonderful. 
Um, I see I'm getting a notice that we got two minutes to break. So um, I'll just give you the website, www.lskirkpatrick.com. And you'll have the books on there. You'll have the um, notice for um, my friend Mandy and her neighbors who have that horrendous fire and what you can do to help. And, uh, and you know, if any of this resonates with you, I really do want to hear from you. I want you to tell me what you learned about yourself, what questions you might have, uh, maybe what you want me to really speak more on. And if you had any epiphanies about your thinking and about how you're doing things, or maybe you just need more clarification. I know I'm packing an awful lot in here in such a short amount of time, um, but go ahead and get a hold of me. Like I said, my website's www.lskirkpatrick.com. You can see the books are on there. There's the courses. Um, and I do have once a month newsletter. I am really slow at getting my newsletter out. I am not going to spam you. That's not what it's all about. It's just to let you know what's going on, what's coming up, like the new book, how are uh, the new book um, about the best strangers in New York City. And then I have another special book that I'm not going to tell you about yet. I'm still working on it, but we'll start it on the beginning of the year. So um, I am Ellis Kirkpatrick. You are watching the Value in You show, and I am so glad that you're here. I want you to know just how valuable you really are, and I, I say that so much because I don't think we hear it enough. Um, so go ahead and go to my website. You can send me an email, get a hold of me, and now when we come back from the break, I'm going to tell you about the two specials that I have going on, not costing anything. It's I've got two special things that are going to happen every month on the fourth Friday and the last Friday of every month and don't want to miss it. So we'll see you right after the commercials. <laughs> You've completed college or university or are working hard in your career. Perhaps you decided to be a stay-at-home mom. Perhaps you're wondering if who you really are got lost somewhere along the way. Asking, is this all there is? You know you were meant for more. Or were you? Yes, we each have a purpose in life, and that purpose can be fulfilled. It doesn't matter if you are 18 or 80. You matter in this world, and especially in your world. Tune in to The Value in You Show with your guiding coach and mentor, Alice Kirkpatrick. Ellis will help you find your purpose. Listen for The Value in You Show with Ellis Kirkpatrick each Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Value in You Show with Ellis Kirkpatrick. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to valueinupodcast at gmail.com asking how to participate in the program. Now, back to the show. Thank you for coming back. And I have to tell you about next week's guest is Alejandro Tornado. If you have not heard Alejandro speak, he's wonderful. You talk about someone giving from their heart and the value in them. He is amazing. And we're going to talk about what is your worth. Way different than what you've been hearing from me just now. But I didn't want to forget to mention that. Um, so the two specials that I have for you are the fourth Friday of each month. Because 
Christmas is coming up. It's only three months away. We're going to take a different path to journey there. And we'll start today. And the last Friday of each month is how your ancestry really is a part of who you are and how you can use that to your advantage. Now, I know you're probably thinking, what are you talking about? We're talking about worth and purpose and to stop devaluing ourselves. Why are you bringing genealogy into it? I did genealogy for almost 50 years. I started back in 1970. And, and I just have to tell you, you will be surprised how many people, because of what their ancestors went through, what they did, are like, oh, that's why I do what I do. Oh, I didn't know that's where that came from. So we're going to just kind of delve into that a little bit. We're not going to do anything big in it, an expansion or anything on that. Um, but before we get into that, I want to tell you about a song I heard the other day. It was wonderful. And it's, and it's called Revolutionary. It's sung by Josh Wilson. He wrote it. And I'm going to read you just the first part of it. And he says, maybe you're not like me. Maybe we don't agree. Maybe that doesn't mean we got to be enemies. Take a big leap of faith. Call it true so me and you can find a better way. Let's take some time. Open our eyes. Look and listen. Look and listen. Yeah, and we're going to find we're more alike than we are different. Yeah. Why does kindness seem revolutionary? That's the part I love. Why does kindness seem revolutionary? And I'm not going to sing it. <laughs> you don't want me to sing it. Um, but I love that part. And I think that since... Since 9-11 and with COVID, I think people are starting to find that kindness is revolutionary. I think we've gotten so wrapped up in everything that was going on that as horrible as those things were, we've actually brought ourselves back to finding what is important in life. And I think that might be part of why um, people were so responsive to me. Um, one, because I'm genuine, you know, with me, what you see is what you get. There's, there's no mask hiding, no nothing, no ulterior motive with me. And I was genuinely interested in who they were and what they wanted to do. And, and it's just amazing. I love speaking with people and talking with them about what they like to do and who they are. And I see my time's getting away, and I'll just keep on talking. So I just want to get these through. So the fourth Friday of every month, we're going to talk follow Mary as things get closer. So right now, if we went back in time, what would Mary be doing right now? And what's happening in that area, era, time? Mary's about five months pregnant, and she's visited her cousin Elizabeth, who was also pregnant with John the Baptist. So next time we come back, we're going to see that her and Joseph have something going on. So that's the fourth Friday of every month. And sometimes the fourth Friday and the last Friday are the same days like today. So the quick genealogy I have for you. 
Now, like I said, I've been doing genealogy research since I was a young teenager back in 1970. And one thing I've discovered is part of who you are is your family history. And after helping several families and daughters of the American, American Revolutionary War find their patriots, I also discovered that your ancestors do have a significant part in who you are and where your value comes from. So where do you start? You start with you because that's who you know best. Who were your parents? Who were your birth parents? Where were you born? When were you born? Did you live where you were born? If not, where did you live? And that's a really good start. So after you've got that down, then you can answer the, some, those same questions for each of your birth parents. And then the best part comes, and this is when you get to hear the stories of your family. That's when things get really interesting. Sometimes the stories have been told and told and told. And like that game, the telephone line, by the time it gets to, to the end, it's not the same story started out with. But sometimes those stories are told and told, and it's the same story. And when you do the research, you find out either it didn't happen or that it did. Either way, it's really kind of a neat thing to find out because then it's like, well, what really did happen? So exciting. So uh, next month, we're gonna learn on where to find the stories, what questions to ask, who to ask, and why would you even really want to know? Well, I'm pretty excited about that. Okay, so. Like I said before, if any of this resonates with you, I really do want to hear from you. I want you to tell me what you learn about yourself, what questions you have, what epiphanies you've had yourself. And you can follow me on social media. Um, you can go to my website, www.lskirkpatrick.com. You can sign up for my once a month newsletter. I don't spam you. Um, you can sign up for one or both of my courses if you want to. You can get your own books and journals. Um, there's lots of free information on there. I have a free page. And you can find out more about me and what I do. And remember for my friend Mandy and her neighbors that were, um, their homes were destroyed. I mean, there was nothing left for them except the pajamas that they got out with. And that's pretty sad. Um, there's an urgent need there. So. Hope I'm not too, too early to leave. <laughs> this is L.S. Kirkpatrick, and I'm so excited about being here. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Value in You show. Ellis returns Fridays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, remember that you have great value. You are worthy, and you are are enough.